This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win, the Daryl Wood Show on Faith Talk 1500. First, let me say this show's your show. That's why no matter what I discuss or which guest I interview, your input is valued. If it's in the news, on TV, at the movies, whether political, social, economic, whatever, at some point I'm talking about it on Run to Win, the Daryl Wood Show, Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 p.m. on Faith Talk 1500. to call area code 866-423-9578 area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air bible talk with pastor emory moss back with you in the saddle ready for your calls with any questions you have about the word of god theology christian living church history anything as long as it has to do with the bible we're ready to go that number again Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. Great to be with you for this hour. Uh, And uh, just the other day, we were talking about the uh, subject of hell, uh, something that is rarely mentioned or talked about anymore. It's like uh, everybody wants to be so seeker-friendly to let's not do anything to offend anybody. Uh, but I think one of the worst things you could do was to is to not warn someone of what their eternal destiny would be according to the Bible. I mean, come on. It's not like we can select what we preach. We must preach the Bible. We must preach the Word of God. And so um, I think it was a legitimate discussion and uh, had an interesting time discussing that with you uh, uh, last time we had the program. Uh, and... Uh, we kind of concluded with Luke chapter 16, even though there are other passages to look at, Lazarus uh, and the rich man, and uh, finding out that w- the most interesting thing about that discussion was the fact that even when he was in hell, uh, that the rich man, you know, he didn't say, get me out of here. Uh, he know, knew that was exactly the place where he belonged. All right. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. And right around the corner, of of course, coming uh, 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 right up to us soon, is Christmas. And I hope that you're getting ready for that. And I hope that your focus is the same as mine on Jesus Christ and his birth. Uh, That, to me, is what it's all about. And, of course, it causes us to reflect overall on uh, the whole life of Jesus Uh, how he uh, came for us, how he lived for us, and how he died for us. So uh, Merry Christmas to you in uh, that vein. And there is the mythical Santa Claus, okay? I have no problem with that as long as you recognize that, you know, it comes a time you got to tell your kids he's not real. But there also is a real St. Nick who lived uh, back in about the uh, 4th century A.D. or so who really was a, a saint, a Christian who gave to the poor. Now, he didn't have reindeers and flying and all that, but uh, the myth is based on a, uh, a reality. Uh, so we can uh, have some tolerance for celebration about that as well. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. 
anything that you would like to uh, talk about or bring up is welcome here. All you've got to do is call that number. Once again, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. And the question I would like to put on the table today, just to get your brains working, is a question I have from a book. No, I'm not going to tell you the name of the book. You might have it on the shelf, and it would give you all the answers. So, therefore, but it comes from a book. Uh, that deals with a number of different questions that people could ask about the Bible. And they have a real interesting one here. And the question is this, and I want to see what you think about it. Will the Jews accept Jesus as their Messiah? Will the Jews, as a people, accept Jesus Christ as Messiah? Right now, uh, the Judaism that exists now, Reformed, uh, conservative and uh, you know liberal, they really don't acknowledge Jesus as Messiah. But the question is, will the Jews accept Jesus as Messiah? What do you think? Do you think that's going to happen? And if it's going to happen, what in the Bible demonstrates that to you? Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Of course, my questions, you can kick them to the curb and ask a question of your very own. The only thing you can't do is remain silent because you're on Bible Talk right now if you're listening to this program, and this program is for you. Time for you to call with your questions or with a response to my challenge which is, will the Jews accept Jesus as Messiah? Will the Jews accept Jesus as Messiah? Right now, the largest body of Judaism uh, and Jewish worship does not accept Jesus as Messiah. We need to understand that. They don't. But is there a time coming when that is going to change? And if it is, and if you know about it, give us a call at area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Our phone lines are open right now, and Marcus is ready to put you on if you just call and talk to him. That number, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Uh, What's going on, Marcus? You have chosen poorly. You have chosen poorly. That's right. To not call is to choose poorly. What he's trying to say is choose rightly. Give us a call. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Uh, If you have a question about the word of God, a question about theology, uh, a question about Christian living, anything that has to do with the Bible, this is your program. And all you've got to do is pick up that phone or that cell phone, whatever, and give us a call. We are ready to talk to you. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. And, of course, any question that you have uh, is welcome. All you've got to do is call it in. It does not have to deal with my uh, challenge. It can deal with something that is on your mind. So all you've got to do is give us a call. That number, once again, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. Now, one thing we know for sure, that in the first century, 
the Jews at the time of Christ, especially the religious body, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, along with some of the people, even though no doubt there were many who embraced Jesus as their Messiah. We see that all through the text. But definitely the Sadducees, the Pharisees as a whole, did not embrace Jesus Christ. In fact, during uh, uh, Jesus's uh, crucifixion, uh, when Pilate was handing him over, it says here in Matthew chapter 27, verse 23, and the governor said, why? Because why? really Pilate knew there weren't enough charges to charge Jesus with. And so he said, why? What evil hath he done? But they cried out the more, saying, let him be crucified. When Pilate saw that he could not prevail, but that rather a torment was made, he took water and washed his hands before the multitude, saying, I am innocent of the blood of this just person. Seemingly, that would have been enough to let him go. Okay? Okay? I am innocent of the blood of this just... Right there, he, as the leader at that time, was saying he found nothing uh, uh, unjust, uh, illegal, that Jesus had done. Okay? But, however, the people... Uh, were the ones who were more in control than he was because his job was to keep the peace. And the last thing Pilate needed was for Rome to find out that a disturbance was being caused there and Pilate wasn't able to handle it. So he kind of caved in because the people said this, uh, the Jews at that time, verse 25, then answered all the people and said, his blood be on us and our children. Then released he Barabbas unto them, and when he had scourged Jesus, he delivered them him. I'm sorry, delivered him to be crucified. Then released he Barabbas unto them, and when he had whipped him, basically whipped Jesus, he delivered him to be crucified. Right. So the Jews in the first century rejected Jesus. Question is, will the Jews, okay, accept Jesus as Messiah? Is a time coming? when the Jews will accept, will embrace Jesus Christ as their Messiah. What do you think? If you have an answer to that question, give us a call at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. The phone lines are open for you right now. If you have a comment about this, give us a call, or anything uh, that is on your mind related to theology or the Bible, you need to call this program right now. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss looking at uh, this whole issue of will the Jews accept Jesus as Messiah? Will the Jews accept Jesus as Messiah? The Bible says, of course, in John chapter 1, he came unto his own and his own received him not. Now, he could have been talking in general, but the target seems to be that he was talking about his people, okay? So, so they rejected him in the first century. Does that mean that God no longer has a plan for the Jews? What do you think? Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss on the uh, Bible Talk program where you can talk about the Word of God all you want. In fact, it's so good till you can change my subject altogether, put what I have said on the shelf, and then bring up a Bible question of your very own. Okay? 
All right, just give us a call at area code 866-423-9578. Let's go to the phone lines here. It's beginning to fill up. All right, going to talk to uh, Gloria in Detroit. Gloria, how you doing? Very uh, Doing well, Pastor. <clears throat> Excuse me, got yeah. a little cold. Oh, here. me too, me too. It's hard to, to keep them off. Yes, it is. But yes, the Jews will. Uh, they're not going to maintain the stance that they have. <clears throat> Uh, I can't remember the scripture, but it goes, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God. I can't remember just right now where that is, but they are, okay. oh, every knee is going to bow and well, every tongue is going to confess. Well, I tell you what, now Lord where you're God. coming from actually with that is you're coming from Philippians chapter 2, which is a good passage to go to okay, in Philippians, because that is where that is found. And uh, in terms of what you uh, 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 said about it, uh, though, in other words, there's a a point you're making, which is a a real good point. But let's look at it, where it says here in Philippians chapter 2, verse 9 and 10, Wherefore God Mm -hmm. also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of things in heaven, Mm -hmm. things in earth, and things under the earth and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Now, what happens here is we know that uh, everybody, and when it says every tongue there, it can't mean absolutely everyone, because, you know, definitely there's some people that, you know, when Jesus comes back, they are going to bow, but they won't be bowing because they believe in him. They'll be bowing because, he's, you know, his glory is going to frighten them to their knees. So when it says every uh, knee shall bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, um, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father, believe you me, when folks stand before him, they're going to say who he is, even though they probably still will not be believing in him. The devil's going to have to bow too. So what I need is, is good. So I'm I'm seeing what you're saying, but the question is this. You said you're looking at this as if every means every. But there'll be people who are going to be forced to their knees and not believers. Is there a scripture where specifically you can show the Jews uh, coming to the Messiah? No, I can't at this time, Pastor. <clears throat> All no, right. I can't at this time. All right. Well, Thank I want to tell so you. Thank you. There, but however, there are some, more than one, which in fact demonstrate that. He's right. Uh, this general passage, it's a good one, but no, notice what it says. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow, of things in heaven, things in earth, things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. In other words, when Jesus comes, there's not going to be anyone who will deny who he is then, okay? But it's too late, okay? Too late. They uh, did not accept him when the offer was made. Now, they bow before him as they wait for judgment, okay? So this is not necessarily a good one to show that the Jews as a nation— uh, would come back. But there is stuff in the Bible to help you with that, and I'm wondering if somebody will get it. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. We're going to take a break. Pete, Lisa, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
There are two radio stations in this city that focus on good news. One has the good news about the economy, jobs, consumer confidence, and the defeat over ISIS. One has the good news about the victory over the cross. One is all about the here and now. The other is all about eternity. To get through the day, you need both. So when you want to know more about the day's news and what to think about it, turn to FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. If you want to change your life, turn to FM 92.7 and AM 1500. Faith Talk Detroit. What if I told you you could save a child's life for just $28? Well, it's true. Preborn is a ministry doing just that with the help of people just like you by offering free ultrasound sessions to pregnant women and girls who might otherwise choose to end their pregnancy. We know that pregnant girls and women who can see their babies on ultrasound are far more likely to choose life. Your gift today can save babies' lives. Just $28 can give a mother who is abortion-minded the chance to see the truth of the baby that is growing insider. $140 can do that for five girls and women. And a $15,000 gift will provide an ultrasound machine that will save lives for years to come. Whether you want to save one baby or five or hundreds, that opportunity is just a phone call or click away. There's no better time than now to save a baby's life. And right now, your gift is matched dollar for dollar, doubling your impact. Call 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229. Or give online at preborn.org slash radio. You're not missing the Jewish Hour. Now you can hear the Jewish Hour on demand. Same great interviews, news from Israel, Jewish music, insights, and stories. Find the Jewish Hour on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll be here for you. Chris McCourtney from Faith Talk Detroit and now Salem Surround, our brand new digital marketing business specifically designed for your small to mid-sized church. We began providing these vital services last year and the interest has been overwhelming. So much so, we've created our own division serving your church's need for SEO, SEM, native advertising, inexpensive church websites, targeted email, geo-targeting, and so much more. The difference is, and this is critical for busy pastors, we're here to execute these digital advertising solutions with weekly results updates, personal contact and support for your campaign, constant improvement in copy and targeting tactics for maximum results for your church. Book your appointment today and find out more about Salem Surround at SalemSurroundDetroit.com. That's SalemSurroundDetroit.com. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, here for another Bible Talk program where we're taking all Bible questions, all theological inquiries, and at the same time dealing with a challenge, which is, will the Jews accept their Messiah? Will the Jews finally accept their Messiah? Is that going to happen? What do you think? 
Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. Will the Jews accept Jesus as Messiah? Let's go to the phone lines and let's talk to Pete in Plymouth. Lisa, hang on. Hello, Pete. How you doing? Hi, Pastor Moss. First of all, thank you for your awesome show. You're just awesome every day. Thank you, sir. And, and your truth is just a blessing to every anyone who picks this up. But uh, and I believe that uh, in the end, um, that and I'm not sure of what the, the scriptures, but that, that they're going to be in such turmoil, and and the, and the the two uh, prophets that that uh, uh, profess the truth of Christ and uh, and our our own conscience of all of us how that we're all just so pitiful that we need a savior like Jesus Christ who died for sins and all the proof is there and the history and it's all documented and it's also true thank you so much for your program all right so you're saying that yes they will that uh, the Jews as a nation will come uh, uh, back to belief in their in their Lord. I I do that in a, in at the end of where, where they're in so much turmoil and and people coming against them. Uh, my understanding, and well, I'm not sure uh, biblically how that's professed. But that, well, well, what you know, happened? You you mentioned. Well, you mentioned a very good reference, Pete, over in Revelation chapter 11 is where you were going, looking at these two witnesses. And uh, and most scholars are agreed that these two uh, seem to be Jews. Some want to, to speculate whether it's Elijah or Enoch or something like that. But we know that they're prophets of God. And uh, it talks about the fact it says in verse 3, Revelation 11 and 3, And I will give power unto my two witnesses. And they shall prophesy right. a thousand two hundred and threescore days, clothed in sackcloth. These are the two olive trees and the two candlesticks standing before the God of the earth. Now these guys come packing with some power. Says at verse five, and if any man, so the Antichrist won't be able to handle them. Says, and if any man will hurt them, fire proceeds out of their mouth and devours their enemies. And if any man will hurt them, he must by this manner be killed. These have power to shut heaven that it rain not in the days of their prophecy and have power over waters to turn them to blood and to smite the earth with all plagues as often as they will. And when they shall have finished their, nothing can hurt them. (laughs) Nothing can hurt them until they finish their testimony. And when they shall have finished their testimony, the beast that ascends out of the bottomless pit, that's the Antichrist, shall make war against them and shall overcome and kill them. But then they're going to be raised from the dead. So, uh, so that right. that is a, I mean, and, and it doesn't doesn't the whole world see that and it's on on like national news and all that absolutely or, absolutely anyway. my thinking is exactly like yours right. I mean with all of the technology we have now we no doubt will have right. even more this is during the tribulation period so this will be seen no doubt all around the world <laughs> all around the world so the Bible really predicts some that, exciting things is coming like where everyone would see will get in no matter what their belief would see that and go, okay, this is the real truth, I and I must, and I need to go that way. Pete, I don't, Pete. I'm with you. It God. seems. I know I'm a terrible sinner. I thank God for Jesus Christ. Amen. And I thank God for your program. It's awesome. Thank you. Well, thank you, Pete. And what you said makes sense. I mean, when you see stuff like this, miracles like this, seemingly it would make you turn to the Lord, right? But we got to remember. Uh, uh, in uh, Moses' time, Israel uh, crossed over the Red Sea. 
As soon as they got in the wilderness, they started doubting God, right? Jesus right. would raise uh, people right from the dead. He rose Lazarus from the dead in John chapter 11. And then if we look at John chapter 11 and John chapter 12, the Pharisees saw it. They saw the man had been risen from the dead. They wanted to kill Jesus and Lazarus. So unfortunately, when you are locked in unbelief, and if we have a world that's going to be uh, in a very apostate uh, state, uh, even when you see the work of God before your eyes, you can deny it. It's an awesome thing. Thanks, Pete, for your call. I appreciate it very much and for those good words as well. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Now, the question that I ask you guys, will the Jews accept Jesus as Messiah? All I'm going to tell you is this. There is somewhere in the Bible where it shows a very clear, and dramatic portrayal of the Jews embracing their Messiah. Yes, it is a futuristic passage, but it's not found in the book of Revelation. All you got to do is find it, and you've got the answer to this question. Will the Jews accept Jesus as Messiah? Oh, don't force me to give it to you, because I must before this program ends. Somebody needs to find it. Before I do, number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Lisa, we coming right at you. How you doing, hon? Wonderful. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing just fantastic. Good. Okay, so my heart is telling me that there is a passage in the Bible, I've read it before, God is so gracious that... Um, he had it was already planned for the Jews to deny him, and then um, grace be given to the Gentiles or to you know like the wild branch. Oh, sound like you're um, preaching, girl. You're preaching Romans, <laughs> Romans ten, Romans eleven. Go ahead with your bad self. <laughs> and so it's you know it's this grace, so it's this plan that um, the Jew, um, the Gentiles um, accept him and believe in God and Jesus, and then the Jews see this. Because he's not, you know, he's not going to accept the wild branch and not um, accept, you know. Girl, well, I can, uh, I, can I can tell you've been looking at you've been looking at those Pauline epistles. You're not playing. You're covering material from Romans chapter nine, ten, and eleven very well. And actually, okay. a, a passage that harkens uh, 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 to what you're saying that points to this is one in Matthew twenty-three, uh, where, in fact, Jesus literally now he promised them, okay that even though they rejected him then, right, that he was going to come back. And and, and unfortunately, many uh, people who think that there's no plan for the Jews dismiss this. But in Matthew Matthew chapter 23, uh, Jesus, he's going to be crucified, as you know, in Jerusalem. So he's here. He knows what's going to happen. And so he says it, Matthew 23 and 37, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, thou that kills the prophets and stones them which are sent unto thee, how often would I have gathered thy children together, even as a hen gathers her chickens under her wings, and you would not. Then he says, verse 38, Behold, your house is left unto you desolate. Right? The temple was going to be destroyed and the city. But he says in verse 39, For I say unto you, you shall not see me henceforth, till you shall say, Blessed is he that comes in the name of the Lord. The name of the Lord. That's right. <laughs> so something is going to bring the nation to a place where they will embrace this Messiah that they rejected. And so all I want someone to do, Lisa, 
They show me this wonderful passage. I mean, it's in the Bible. It's dynamic. It's not in the New Testament necessarily. It's in the Old Testament where it shows Jesus coming back to his people in grand style. Where is it? Okay. <laughs> okay well, I'm sure a caller will um, pinpoint that first. And it's always a pleasure to speak with you. I hope you have a wonderful night. Well, you too. Thank you. And it's always a pleasure. When you guys call, number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. Will the Jews accept Jesus as their Messiah? And if he will, where do we see this happening in grand style in the Bible? Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Let's go to Dave in Hazel Park. How you doing, Dave? Hey, Pastor Mark. Bless you, my friend. Uh, I don't have my Bible on me. I, what? I, I Dave, you don't have your Bible. What? I should slap you. I, 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 I should know. slap you. In my mind, <laughs> it, I mean, 70, I'm 70 years old and some things don't come even, you know, unless I got my Bible in my hand. But anyway, <laughs> I believe it says that, in, and I know in any sequel, 47, 48, or a sequel, 35 on, I believe there's a verse in there. But they also, they, he's going to divide his, the, the land up with his, you know, with the, with the, the, 12 tribes of Israel. I know he's going to do that. Okay, you know it. Right? You know all this stuff, Dave. I know, you know I it. know it, but I can't get the picture, Pastor Mark. i got to rely on you. I'll have to wait till somebody gets it. It's there. You know it's, it. Yeah, there is it. Well, Dave, where, where's your Bible? You, you're talking to, you're on the Bible Talk program. Where's your Bible? I know that. Well, right now, you're my, <laughs> you know, I'm in three of the two walking agreement. You know what I'm trying to. Today, Dave, I, you're the I, only I, person. I, I can't. You're the only person. You got nerve enough to call the Bible Talk program. You don't have your Bible with you, <laughs> but I, I love you, brother. I mean, I, no, I'm out and about <laughs> doing some work with, with somebody, and then you. <laughs> I, you know, it, yeah, that's not a good thing with me. Not even me is that a good thing. But anyway, I know it's there. I, re, you know, I always read it. I always when I share with the, with the Jehovah Witness, uh-huh. I always say, "Which tribe are you?" <laughs> you know, when I share it with them about, you know what, which tribe are you? I want to. Do you know which tribe you're from? We, we would be happy. He comes to the thing. We would be happy that we're one of his. You know what I mean? And, and not again. When you were sharing about uh, uh, Luke 16, the one really gets me to is, is, is Matthew, you know, uh, 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 seven. You know, really in 22. Uh, you know is that. We better be sure we're, we're ready and not getting ready. Oh, you know, oh, oh absolutely. It's no doubt about it. Uh, you know, there's a lot of concern uh, played to this life, and definitely we're here. Uh, God has no problem right. with us, uh, you know, uh, living and enjoying this world. But we're going to leave right. it. This is not our home. Uh, this that's is a place. That's, this is this place is not just under construction. It's headed for destruction. Right. And so we yeah, need to realize. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, new heaven and you a new earth is coming. Right. You praise to God for that one, Pastor. Okay. Uh, there's two, there's one other thing I want to, okay, I, I've been th- reading, I'm in Daniel, running through Daniel again or whatever, and Daniel 12, uh-huh. takes me back, you know, you pray, you meditate, you know, we go back to, uh, I think in Second Timothy 3, where he says, some, there will be some that come in the form of godliness, but deny the power of, which is the Holy Ghost Spirit, right? Right. And now the power within them. And then you go to the Second Second Timothy, takes me to Second Timothy 4, is that in the latter time people are going to fall away? Right, and that's happened a lot. And, and, and I believe, I'm sure you, you share that with me. That's happened a lot. But we got we got to be ready. Keep praying for this nation, you know. And it, it's a, it's a, well, God bless you and, and, and the others that's on this program. I just give you, I just 
love you guys because you're doing the work for God. And thank, I thank you. you. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate that very much. And the passage that he gave over in Second Timothy, even while it's not the answer to our question, it definitely is something that needs to be brought out. It's Second Timothy 3 uh, and verse 1. 2 Timothy 3 and 1, This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, that means not able to control themselves, fierce despisers of those that are good. Okay? This, and then it says in verse 5, having a form of godliness, an outside form, but denying the power thereof. From such turn away. That's exactly where we are. We are in a time of apostasy. And I want to tell you something. The apostasy of the church is a clear sign concerning the soon return of Jesus Christ. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Still, my question is the same. Will the Jews accept Jesus as Messiah? Will the Jews prophetically, okay, does prophecy teach that the Jews as a nation will embrace Jesus as Messiah? Now, really, I've already helped you by saying yes. But where is a scripture that shows this happening in grand fashion? Oh, it's an awesome passage. Do you know what it is? Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Inviting you, as I do every day, Monday through Friday, to share on this Bible Talk program. We have one solid hour to talk about the Bible. And we appreciate your calls. And we have... Uh, Bible studies at Strictly Biblical, I mean, come on. The name of the church is Strictly Biblical. We've got Bible studies. We, we, um, I'm preaching about Christology on Sunday. We have Monday night Bible study, Tuesday uh, afternoon prophecy class. Wednesday we have uh, precept ministries and a counseling course. Thursday we deal with the hard sayings of the Bible. Bible is what we do at Strictly, just like we do on the Bible Talk program. All right, Deborah Craig. Deborah and Craig, hang on. Got to take a break, and we'll be right back. Hi, this is Greg Bryant, General Sales Manager for Salem Media Group Detroit. If you're listening to my voice right now, you're a listener to either Faith Talk Detroit or The Patriot Detroit. If you love one of these stations and you have experience in outside sales, we'd love to talk to you. Call me directly to inquire how Salem Media might provide an opportunity that's right. Call Greg Bryant at 248-581-1221. That's 248-581-1221 to learn more about our available positions. If you love us, come join us and make a career move that's right for you. You know, most restaurants either have great food or great atmosphere. But every now and then, a restaurant reaches the pinnacle of both. Imagine sitting and having dinner in absolute peace and tranquility as your worries from the day melt away. Now, think of enjoying a juicy, sizzling steak. Maybe succulent St. Louis barbecue ribs are your thing. If a salad is more your taste, envision a Michigan salad with grilled chicken breast, sweet cherries, candied walnuts, blue cheese, and red onion. 
There's no need to daydream. Experience Westwind Grill in Oakland Township. With beautiful views of its rolling hills and lakes, nestled beside one of Oakland County's premier golf courses. Taste their mouth-watering menu year-round with specials every day, including Thursday night build-your-own-pasta, Friday night fish fry, and their spectacular Sunday brunch. Call 248-608-7830 or visit westwindgolf.com. That's west, W-Y-N-D, golf.com. Hello, I'm Alistair Begg, and I'll be joining the team at Salem Media Group in the summer of 2020 on a scenic cruise to Alaska. I'd like to extend a warm invitation to you to join us. I've been before, and Alaska is a spectacular place where God's design and His majesty are constantly on display. Glaciers, mountains, and untamed wildlife. If you've ever contemplated exploring this inspiring frontier, now is your opportunity especially as we will enjoy all of these wonders from the comfort of our first-class cruise ship. The week will be filled with more than just awe-inspiring landscapes and quaint seaside ports, as Laura's story leads us in our worship, and as we turn to God's Word as a compass for our time together. For more information and to book your trip today, visit faithtalkdetroit.com and search keyword Alaska. Paper, postage, addressing, stamping, holiday cards are fun to get, not so much fun to send. Time and money, and how many people don't even get your card for that very reason? This holiday, surprise everybody with CrossCards.com. Free holiday e-cards that let you share the joy, the fun, the love, the happiness, and God's inspiration. All free. Even animated and interactive cards. No paper, no postage, no handwritten addressing. Just great-looking e-cards for the people who deserve them. Whatever the occasion, send CrossCards.com. There were seven Spanish angels at the altar of the sun. They were praying for the lovers in the valley of the gun. When the bells stopped and the smoke cleared, there was thunder from the throne. Seven Spanish angels took another angel home. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. Be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, where you can deal with my challenge. Will the Jews accept Jesus as Messiah? Or you can ask a question of your very own here on the Bible Talk program, your friendly neighborhood apologist, your biblical consultant, Pastor Emery Moss. We're going to go to Deborah in Detroit. Hello, Deborah. Hi, how are you, Pastor? Really good. How are you? Good, good. Is it Psalms one eighteen twenty six? Psalms one eighteen twenty six. Verse twenty six. All right. Psalms one eighteen and verse twenty six. Let us see where our sister is bringing us, where it says, Blessed is, and I'll read into it, verse 25 and 26. Save now, I beseech thee, O Lord. O Lord, I beseech thee, send now prosperity. Blessed be he that comes in the name of the Lord. We have blessed you out of the house of the Lord. God is the Lord which hath showed us light. Bind the sacrifice with cords, even unto the horns of the altar. 
Thou art my God, and I will praise thee. Thou art my God, and I will exalt thee. Well, what happens is, this sounds like another passage that would be a lot more clear. Uh, Here in Psalms, of course, definitely, you know, we have some prophecies in Psalms. uh, Clearly, you know, the crucifixion of Christ is literally uh, prophesied in Psalms as well. But uh, so while this one definitely uh, lets us know that the Lord will come, there's one even more uh, specific that would let you know for sure it just has to be Jesus. But yet you chose a good one. This one, uh, uh, surely it shows, and since we're dealing with a uh, a Jewish reference here, no doubt, uh, it could have some implications to it. So it's a good one to have on the list. Yeah. Okay. Well, Deborah, any other, anything else you got for me? Any question? Oh, okay, cool. All right, all right. Can you, uh, let's go back to Luke 16 about um, the rich man and, and, and Lazarus. Okay, I'm there. Okay, now this, this is a question I want to ask you, Major. They People say that that's, that's close to purgatory for Catholic people. That's as close as you could get to, they say that. But since Christ died and was resurrected, he went back. And the saints of old, when he died, he went back and uh, got captivity, freed them in Ephesians chapter 4. So now when we die, we absent from the body, we go directly to the Lord, all the way back to the saints that were righteous, able, able, all the way to the last Old Testament saints. All right, so you're looking at Ephesians chapter 4, right? And Luke 16. And Luke 16. All right. Now, and and, and trying to compare the two. Okay, let me say this to you, and then let me uh, prove my premise. And that is that what we see happening in Luke 16 has absolutely nothing to do with Ephesians 4, 8 to 9. Okay. Now, but wait, wait, wait. I got to show you. I haven't done anything. All I've done, if that's all you got from me, I haven't helped you at all. That is what people okay. do often. You know, a pastor says something and they just believe it. I don't want you to believe it for that reason. I want uh, to believe it uh, because of how I show you what's happening in the text. All right. So if we go to Ephesians 4, the question is, what is it talking about? Right. It says here mm-hmm. in verse 8, wherefore, he said, when he ascended up on high. OK, mm-hmm. let's talk about Jesus. Right. Yes, sir. He led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. Then verse 9, that was 8, here's 9. Now he that ascended, that means went up. What is he that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth? Now, what does verse 9 mean when it says he ascended into the lower parts of the earth? What does that mean, Deborah? That means the, the holding, the grave, the grave, the pit. Mm-hmm. It means that doesn't that, mean like uh, like like hell where you know torment and 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 fire brimstone. It means like a holding place. Those saints of old were waiting on a deliverer mm-hmm. to deliver them, and that, and he had to be the blood sacrifice. But tell, this, they t- was just there. Right? Tell me this. Tell me this. Mm-hmm. Is there mm-hmm. anything in Ephesians that says that there was anybody in the lower parts of the earth in that verse? Ephesians four oh, nine. Okay. Does it? No. It doesn't. Okay. So you could say that, but really in the verse itself, it doesn't. So so my question still remains, what does the lower parts of the earth mean, and what is this talking about? Now, Deborah, get ready to have your mind blown. 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. But notice I got my Bible. The answer to this is found in Psalms 139, right? Where David mm-hmm. is talking at verse 15, Psalms 139, verse 15, where he says, okay. My substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Thine eyes did see my substance, yet thou being imperfect. And in thy book all my members were written, which in continents were fashioned when I was yet none of them. What is David talking about here? In the womb of his mother? There you go. You got it. He is talking about being in the womb of his mother. Guess what? Guess what? The lower parts of the earth was a Hebrew idiom that meant the woman's womb. When I found out, it just blew my mind. But that is what it meant to them. Now, I couldn't imagine when my wife gave birth. Look at that beautiful child in the lower parts of the earth. But that's how they talk. Okay, It is talking about the mother's womb. Now, sometimes this may be referring to uh, the grave or hell, but not here. And not over in, in, uh, in Ephesians either. When it talks here over in Ephesians 4, where it says at verse 9, Now that he ascended, okay, that means when Jesus went up into heaven. What is it that mm-hmm. also he descended first into the lower parts of the earth? That's talking about his incarnation, where the Holy Spirit, of course, came and gave birth to Jesus Christ. Okay, so it's talking about here. The, it's talking about his virgin birth. Okay, just as Psalms one thirty nine is a birth narrative, lower parts of the earth being symbolic of the mother's womb. That's the same thing over here. It's talking about Jesus in the womb. Okay, he lived, he died, uh, he, he's born into the world, and he ascended out of it. Okay, so when you talked about yesterday before you went off, you said again a Hebrew idiom in in Luke. You talked about that again, so you need to explain that Hebrew idiom what, again. What, what Hebrew idiom? Yeah, when he says Abraham's bosom, mm-hmm. yeah, that was you what, said that again. Yeah, that was heaven for them. In other words, Abraham was the key figure for the Jews, right? Mm-hmm. The key mm-hmm. figure, uh, you know, he, he the Abrahamic uh, covenant. In uh, Genesis mm-hmm. chapter 12, 1 to 3. So to them, mm-hmm. since he was, they, so they would say Abraham's bosom because that's where Abraham is. He's in heaven. So they started, mm-hmm. whenever they made a reference to heaven, they called it Abraham's bosom and everybody knew what they were talking about. Yeah. So that was a kind of an Old Testament expression. Abraham is in heaven. But for us, when we think of heaven, we don't think of Abraham. We think of Jesus. Right. One more question. John nineteen thirty-eight. Uh-huh. Okay. John 19. After, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The body. I'm still talking about Ephesians and Luke okay. about when, when, when uh, Joseph and Nicodemus came and got the body from Pilate off the cross. Okay, they got the body, but the spirit and the soul. Did it go down into Ephesians chapter four to to uh, witness to uh, uh, the people the, that were chained up when uh, Noah? Yeah, you're talking about uh, a, a passage okay, over in Peter, okay. but first we need to realize mm-hmm. this. Uh-huh. There's something okay. that happened before there was the going down to make a proclamation, and there was a proclamation okay. made. But we need to realize that before that happened, uh, and uh, definitely uh, this is made clear over in uh, Luke chapter uh, 23, okay? Uh, okay? Because what happens in Luke chapter 23 in verse 40, 46, and when Jesus, mm-hmm. he's on the cross, when Jesus had cried with a loud voice, he said, Father... Into thy hands I commend my spirit. And having mm-hmm. said this, he gave up the ghost. And remember, mm-hmm. he told uh, the uh, a thief, 
this day shalt thou be with me in paradise. Paradise mm-hmm. is talking about heaven. Okay, So mm-hmm. he went there first before he did anything else. But there was a proclamation mm-hmm. that he made uh, in the underworld, uh, not a mm-hmm. salvation message, but, but just proclaiming uh, that he had done all that God had told him to do in terms of uh, satisfying the penalty for man's sin. Okay. Good okay. questions, Deborah. Good questions. You need to get into a. I'd like to have you in one of my deep Bible studies, girl. Oh. Okay. All right. God bless you. Number to call, Eric code 866-423-9578. Going to take a break because I, I must, and we'll be right back. This is Michael Medved at michaelmedved.com for Town Hall. The Democrats seem determined to impeach President Trump without a single Republican congressman or senator offering support for their reckless assault. This hyperpartisan, ill-conceived course of action won't punish the president, who only seems to gain strength from the other side's impeachment obsession, but it will punish the country at large and damage public faith in our institutions. The Democrats stand no chance of removing Trump from office. They'll never get the two-thirds vote they need in the Republican-dominated Senate, so it's hard to see what they hope to accomplish. Most analysts suggest the Democrats mean to paralyze the nation for weeks in the vain hope they'll diminish support for his re-election bid next year. If that's what they're thinking, then the Dems are guilty of precisely the same approach they impute to Trump in the first article of impeachment, abusing power by putting their own narrow political interests ahead of the country's good. I'm Michael Medved. Sponsored by ADF, Alliance Defending You know, everyone in the world is either spiritually blind, unable to see the difference between right and wrong, truth and error, wisdom and foolishness, or Christ has given them clear spiritual vision. So which one describes you? Think about that and then join John MacArthur as he helps you deal with spiritual blindness on the next Grace to You. One lucky listener could win mortgage or rent payments for an entire year. It's the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes. Enter to win by visiting faithtalkdetroit.com or tap the app to check out and participate in today's contests, polls, and surveys. Sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union. With great rates and personalized service, Alliance Catholic Credit Union is your financial guardian angel. Visit alliancecatholic.com. And don't forget to enter the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes. Visit faithtalkdetroit.com. What if I told you you could save a child's life for just $28? Well, it's true. Preborn is a ministry doing just that with the help of people just like you by offering free ultrasound sessions to pregnant women and girls who might otherwise choose to end their pregnancy. We know that pregnant girls and women who can see their babies on ultrasound are far more likely to choose life. Your gift today can save babies' lives. Just $28 can give a mother who is abortion-minded the chance to see the truth of the baby that is growing insider. $140 can do that for five girls and women. And a $15,000 gift will provide an ultrasound machine that will save lives for years to come. Whether you want to save one baby or five or hundreds, that opportunity is just a phone call or click away. There's no better time than now to save a baby's life. And right now, your gift is matched dollar for dollar, doubling your impact. Call 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229. Or give online at preborn.org slash radio. Like you were dying. Like 
That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss on the Bible Talk program. Your questions welcome here. Uh, goodness, we're running out of time. Let's go and talk to Craig in Pontiac, see what's on his mind. Hello, Craig. Hello, Pastor Moss. How are you doing today? Real good. Okay, first of all, thank you, because I never made the connection between Psalms and Ephesians about the lowest parts of the earth. It's amazing. Thank Hebrew, you. Thank you. Hebrew yeah. idioms, are, are they're fantastic. Uh, but in answer to your question, I was thinking about Hosea, the book of Hosea. I'm driving at the moment, so I can't look at my Bible, but uh, at the beginning, Hosea has three children. And one of the names are not my people. And at the end, God says, those who are called not my people will be my people. Uh-huh. I will be their, their God. They will be my people. Yeah, now that's a good one. It doesn't describe it, but it hearkens to it. And in many Old Testament passages, what a lot of people don't realize, Craig, is something oh. that you're pointing out, is that a lot of times in the Old Testament, they're talking similar to what is talked about in the book of Revelation. I mean, these prophets are seeing things that happened hundreds of years uh, after them. So uh, that would be one that uh, uh, puts us in the ballpark instead of, uh, in terms of demonstrating that uh, there will be a remnant of God's people, the Jews, that are, are going to embrace their Messiah. Okay, and, uh, oh man, I wish I could give you a book at least, but uh, there's a part where this passage that says they will no longer have to, their word of God will be written on their hearts and in their minds. And uh, You're right. That's Jeremiah, that, to, that's Jeremiah 31. And that's exactly what it talks about. Okay, uh, It's talking about the new covenant being placed on their hearts. You, you're doing, doing a good job, buddy. Okay, thank you for okay. that. Like I said, I don't have access to my Bible. That's keep, the best I can do off the top of my You did head. a good job. Keep driving. <laughs> keep your hands on the wheel. Thank you for calling the program. Appreciate it. All right. Going to go to Michael in Novak. Hello, Mike. Hey, how's it going, Pastor Ross? Real good, sir. Uh, I'd like to answer your question with Romans 11, chapter 11, 25 to 26. Okay. Read it, Jack. Do you have it? I'm, I'm, on my, I'm on my phone. I don't want to lose you. It's, it's on my Bible. Phone. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, if you could go to Romans chapter 11, 25, and 26. Well, you're going to a good passage now. It's a real good one, Romans 11. And what happens is this is, a, of course, uh, we, we really we should call it eschatology uh, in terms of um, uh, what Paul is saying. So you say Romans 11, and you say starting at which verse? Uh, 11, 25, and 26. 25 and 26, yeah. That uh, brings it out about the Israel being saved, but you, you have to you know, bring it in context with, with uh, verse 25. Yeah, I got you. Where it says in verse 25, For I would not, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery, lest you should be wise in your own conceits, that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles come, be come in. So in other words, after the focus is on the Gentiles now, after they rejected Christ, when the fullness of the Gentiles comes in, it will turn back to them. Verse 26, And so all Israel shall be saved, as it is written, There shall come out of Zion the Deliverer, and shall turn away godliness from Jacob. 
So you're exactly right, uh, my friend. I thank you for calling. You got one. And the one that I would like to give. Now, that's a good one. That's a great one. And all of you that called in, you did a great job on uh, the program. Um, the one I was looking for, one, the dramatic one. Oh, my time is running out. If I can get to this one. Uh, the dramatic one that is absolutely breathtaking in terms of what it says is found uh, once again in the uh, Old Testament. Uh, like I say, Old Testament is filled with uh, references to Christ. This is Zechariah chapter 12, verse 10. Listen to this, where it says in verse 9, read into it, Zechariah 12, 9 and 10. And it shall come to pass in that day that I will seek to destroy all the nations that come against Jerusalem. That's talking about Armageddon. Then it says at verse 10, And I will pour upon the house of David and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem, that's the Jews, the spirit of grace and of supplications. Now watch this. Watch it. And they shall look upon me whom they have pierced, and they shall mourn for him as one mourns for his only son and shall be in bitterness for him as one that is bitter for his firstborn. This describes the Jews being saved from Armageddon by Jesus Christ, as we read in Revelation chapter 19, verse 11 and following, and then them looking at the nail prints from his hands and his feet, realizing that he is their Messiah. Wow. That's Zechariah chapter 12, showing us that the Jews will be brought back to a belief in their Messiah. Tribulation, in fact, the coming tribulation, Jeremiah 30 and, uh, and 7, is what describes that. That brings them back to Jesus Christ, the one they rejected. There will be a revival amongst Judaism. That's future, and we'll be talking about that again on one of our other Bible Talk programs. Great being with you. You guys did a fantastic job. Remember, if you enjoy this radio show... Then send donations to P.O. Box 05879. That's P.O. Box 05879, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. Sponsored by Bible Boot Camp Ministries. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.